Hey everybody, Spencer here, former burnt out coach and founder of Coach Now and the Connected Coach Academy. Today's mini episode is called, Don't Worry, Athletes Won't Fire You If They Get Too Good Too Fast. So in today's episode, you'll learn the difference between calibrative and directive feedback and how to leverage calibrative feedback to make your athletes more autonomous, which will help you grow your business in the process. So let's get to it. Coaching relationships begin and end according to an athlete's needs. Maybe the athlete needs direction and a roadmap, maybe their own motivation is lacking, or maybe they're looking for someone with specific experience and skills that can complement and enhance their own. But one thing is for sure, the athlete is looking for help with something that they can't do on their own. And at some point, they decided the best way to get help is to find a coach. At first, you as a coach are in charge. You're the one directing the athlete on what to do. This type of coaching relies on what is known as directive feedback. That is, you directly set the training plans, initiate the majority of communications, and provide the feedback necessary to get them off to a good start. You push the athlete to work harder, supply that little extra dose of social pressure, and give external motivation to help them achieve their goals. And don't get me wrong, directive feedback is valuable at the beginning of every coaching relationship. When your athletes first begin working with you, the two of you essentially speak a different language, complete with unique nomenclature, acronyms, style, etc. Every coach is a little different, and the directive phase of the relationship ensures that you and your athlete create a shared understanding, i.e. a foundation that you will build upon as your relationship progresses. But here's the thing. You shouldn't seek to be a dictator in your coaching relationship really at all, but especially long term. While it might be useful at first, a directive feedback loop shouldn't be the goal. In fact, what differentiates a good coach from a great coach is how autonomous they empower their athletes to be. Great coaches support and encourage their athletes to be autonomous through calibrative feedback. And in my opinion, your goal from the start of any coaching relationship should be to shift from directive to calibrative feedback as soon as possible. So what exactly do I mean by calibrative feedback? Well, in in a calibrative coaching relationship, the athlete now has everything they need to take the lead. And now they're going to be documenting what they're learning while you, the coach, provide supportive feedback as they gain momentum. In other words, in the calibrative setting, the athlete's in the driver's seat leading their own development. You aren't teaching the basics of uh, large sweeping movements, and you're not encouraging massive shifts in their training plan. You're there to make sure everything is moving on track without ruling over the entire process because you've given them enough to get to this point. You simply provide subtle, functional feedback and ongoing support that keeps them moving forward efficiently. In short, you're providing the insights that benefit your athlete during, after, and even in between your live sessions. Because here's the thing, you aren't always going to be with them when they need to perform. It's absolutely the case. You can't always be on the course with them or on the field with them or on the court with them. That's just not how it works. And as such, you owe it to them to make them autonomous. In my opinion, if your athletes need you by their side to do well, you just simply aren't doing your job. You're doing them a great disservice, full stop. Now, I know what you're thinking. The knee-jerk reaction I've seen from coaches is one of fear. I often hear people say things like, well, why would I teach my athlete to not need me anymore? Doesn't that make me obsolete? Absolutely not. 
In fact, after decades of being in this industry, I can confidently say that the opposite is absolutely true. Now, obviously, there is some nuance here. Of course, you need to provide tangible value and have enough experience to help your athletes reliably improve their game. But assuming you're good at what you do and you master the art of calibrated feedback, your athletes will not only improve, but will also feel empowered and motivated to improve on their own. There's really nothing more that a coach wants than that. The result? They get better faster. And I've never seen once a coach get fired for making their athletes too good too fast. So by focusing predominantly on calibrative instead of directive feedback, you haven't made yourself less valuable. You've made yourself a necessary ingredient to their success. Because think about it, your athletes are always going to have questions. There's always going to be room for improvement, and there's always going to be valuable feedback that you can provide. They'll stay with you because they value your input and feedback, and more importantly, they value the relationship that you have fostered over that time period. They just no longer need you to supply everything or rely on you entirely for the direction. Shifting from directive to calibrated feedback helps your bottom line and the growth of your business in two major ways. First, as I hope I've illustrated above, when your athlete gets better, you become a key ingredient to their success. Happy client is a retained client. Though it might be counterintuitive at first, the more autonomous you can make your athlete, the more empowered and confident they will become, and the more that you will retain them and they will stay with you. As such, they're also going to refer other people to you because they know that you're going to deliver that long-term value and help them become autonomous. Second, helping your athletes become autonomous will help you bring on more clients, not just through word of mouth, but because the athlete relies on you less, you now have room for more people within your stable of athletes. So as a result, if you are delivering calibrated feedback, you now have more time to bring on extra clients while still delivering immense value to each and every one of them. Over time, you'll train your athletes to value your input, but not have to hold your hand every step of the way. You should think of this transition from directive to calibrative as a form of training. Don't make the change overnight. That's not the goal. Rather, demonstrate over time how less, more focused feedback can yield better results. Once they start to see the benefits, they'll come to love this style of coaching. And you know me, I'm always hoping to help you save time while increasing your impact. And I think if you heed the advice in today's episode, you'll do exactly that. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this mini episode or what we're calling the blog pod since these are slightly different takes on our growing database of articles. So if you like this format, please consider subscribing so you get notifications when we drop new episodes. And remember, you can learn more about what we do at CoachNow at coachnow.io and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at coachnow.io backslash education. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.